Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Good evening and welcome to the Ex-Mormon Files here in the heart of Salt Lake City. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I appreciate you spending some of your evening with us tonight. Um, I'm really happy and, and privileged to introduce Lane Howes. I appreciate you coming and sharing your story with us. I've known Lane for many years and um, kind of watched him process uh, his life and the changes that occurred in your life. And so, Lane, appreciate you coming and sharing. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here and I appreciate the opportunity to be here on God's time and for God's glory. Mm, great. So tell us, as we usually do, cover a little bit about your past. Your born into an active family, were you? Yeah, I was born into a really good family. I uh, come from a family of nine, seven kids. Wow. Uh, me being the second oldest. Yeah. And um, my whole family was very, and still is today, very active in the church. I remember many times as a child um, just being excited about the opportunity to go out and share the message um, with friends and family, and then that day that the long-awaited day to go on a mission. I, I feel like from the time that I was a, a young kid that, you know, there was something there that um, I really loved, and I, I learned out later that it was the gospel yeah. and the passion to follow Christ. So baptized at eight. Baptized and, at eight. And then so, like yep. you say, always planning on going mm -hmm. on a mission. And baptized at eight and, you know, went through the, the callings in the church, deacon, teacher, elder, mm -hmm. you know. and Were then you a scout? I was a scout, Eagle Scout. Were you? Yep. Congratulations. And, uh... Yep, and then, yeah. you know, got to that point where you have the opportunity to go on a mission, and of course, yeah. there was no question. Yeah. Had you gone to seminary? Yeah, active, graduated from seminary, wow. and actually was going through the CES program to be a seminary teacher wow. um, for two years, and I opted at several high schools hmm. and uh, learned a few things that kind of changed my path, yeah. which I'm grateful to God for, but, <laughs> but I experienced It's interesting how He works in our lives. It's, it? it is amazing how God works. So, where'd you go on your mission? You know, I served my mission in the heart of England. London. Oh, oh, you did? Yeah. Good old, jolly old England. <laughs> well, through this experience, and, and I, you know, sometimes we're, to, we, we're told here kind of from this show that all we do is uh, kind of bash Mormonism mm. or bash Mormons, and, and what we're really looking for are people that have had experience in the Mormon Church and, and active, active LDS who have a story to share. Absolutely. And, and that's what you're doing, of course. So tell us, what was your testimony about Joseph Smith and the yeah. Book of Mormon and, and Jesus uh, as, an, as a Latter-day Saint? You know, um, growing up, I, there's a saying, um, right thinking produces right living. And, you know, as I look back at my childhood, I had a lot of great experiences. And I know that um, God was in my life. It's, it's interesting how He chooses timing to teach you lessons, and that we all have different lessons to learn in life yeah. at different times. But, you know, as a child, I really wanted to be like Jesus. You know, you sing the song, I am a child of God, and you really do want to be like that. But 
as I look back on my childhood, I asked the question, was I more concerned about my performance in a religion, or was I more concerned about God's grace and what He has to offer? And I, you know, for me, looking at my experience as a, a Latter-day Saint, there are so many wonderful things that I learned, so many good moral characteristics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of who I am today is, you know, a lot sure. to do with how I was brought up. Oh, you but but there is a there is a change of heart and a change of thinking that takes place when you read the Bible, and when you when you open the Word of God, and you, it changes you forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Word of God is so powerful, and I read the Bible as a child. In fact, I fell in love with the Bible, but I only read the verses before your mission. Yeah, before my Don't mission, really? I I did, um, but. You know, obviously, in the LDS faith, um, there are other books that seem to claim a, a higher favor than the sure. Bible. Although many would say that that's not true, but I mean, me, you know, being an active LDS member my whole life, um, going on a mission, you know, being an elders quorum president and, and things like that, I can say that there's a there's a different thinking, and I think religion produces that opinion whereas the Bible has good news. And it's a very different message. And, you know, religion is, I I had a relationship with a religion versus a relationship with Jesus Christ personally. And that ultimately was the change that made 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 the difference for me. So on your mission, I'm sure you bore your testimony. Do you feel like you had a testimony? So I did. Um, It's really interesting because if you've ever been to London or you've watched any movies, you see the street preachers that stand on boxes, yeah. you know, and they Hyde preach. Hyde Park? Yeah, Hyde Park. It was yeah. part of my mission. And, and you know, um, I remember my mission president standing up and saying, you know, the Christian people are good people and they have a good message. They're sincere in their approach, but they're sincerely wrong. We have the truth. We have the message. And, you know, I would kind of use that a little bit thinking, okay, yeah, but you know, my mission was probably where I really started to see a difference because I really opened the Bible and studied. I really wanted to, you know, be able to stand against these Christians in Scripture. I wanted to be able to to know that, but the more I read the Bible, and I read it entirely and not just bits and pieces, I fell in love with it. And then the passion and love that these, you know, they would say they're born-again Christian people, they just had such a love for, for God, and they didn't bash with me. They just, it was almost like they wanted to put their arm around me and just love me, and that made an impression on me. I didn't know what type of impression that would have made, but I believe as I look back, that is the beginning point of me becoming where I'm at today. God knew that. Wow. I didn't, <laughs> and it took many years for me to, you know, finally be where I'm at, but no, would I go back and do what I did? Absolutely. Yeah. I would was all worth it so It far. was worth it because, <laughs> you know, it's not where you've been in life that counts, it's where you're going yeah, that matters the point. most. And so that's why, and I believe that the Lord can use all of us, no matter where you're at, if you're LDS, if you're Catholic, if you're Baptist, whatever walk you have, God can use. Just be open to the possibility and consider what the Word really teaches. Do you think the LDS... Uh, are open to learning new things? Is that one of the challenges we have, isn't <laughs> that, it? That is a very good question. 
um, to change someone's thinking, yeah. it's very tough. And especially for those that have walked in a religion for their whole life, I think they're afraid to ask questions that maybe they have. Almost like being in school and the teacher always says, if you have a question, raise your hand. You know that half the class has questions, but nobody dares raise their hand. You know, they don't want to be shown. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I had an experience in a gospel doctrine class one time where I raised my hand, yeah. and um, you know it was a, it was an experience that kind of showed me that it's really not okay to ask questions all the time, and that made an impression on me too. And it happened to be, you know, about the the Bible teaching the virgin birth of Jesus Christ, oh, and yeah. it was it was at Christmas time, and um, I was quickly told that you know. <laughs> I need to go have a visit with the bishop because there was a different version that they believed other than what the, was in the Bible. What was in the Bible. And oh. so, yeah, that made an impression on me. But um, I'm, I like to ask questions. I think when you stop asking, you stop learning. Yeah. I think it's good. good we point. need to always consider the possibility that God is bigger than what any of us know. And he's, he's bigger than my thinking. He's bigger than my problems. And if you go to him sincerely and you want a relationship with him he's at the door and he knocks you know as the scripture teaches and all we have to do is just open him up into our life i think that's one of the things that struck me too is that w coming out of mormonism mm. is that all of a sudden i became worshiping this almighty god mm -hmm. who i'd never understood before that he was god grander than anything i could have even yeah. possibly imagined so awesome and you know that's really true i the person that I pictured the Lord as is very different today, and, and that's because I pictured him. I pictured him, you know, as a man, and though we as your older brother, as my older brother, yeah. and you know, now he is the Lord God Almighty. Yeah, and he condescended to come to, to yeah. earth as yep. says God with us. Yep, yep. He wow. made himself a little bit lower than the, than man, yeah. and it's amazing that. Jesus is the representation of the Father in yeah. the flesh. And that, to me, if you don't understand Jesus of the Bible, if you don't get Jesus right, how can you get God right? Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, for me, getting the right Jesus was very important. And I was on that mission. I wanted to know this biblical Jesus. So you started seeing things on your mission. That's pretty brave. You were probably encouraged to read the Book of Mormon and All preach it instead Absolutely. of the Bible. So that you yeah. were yeah, you were one to ask questions. I, I did, and I, I love to ask questions. And, you know, though I realized the Book of Mormon had many good principles and many good things um, to teach about Jesus, you know, to me, you know, looking back on it today, there's one book, and God has given everything that we need to know that's in that book. In the Bible. And sure. He's already clearly spoken on it. So if yeah. I have a question, I can I can compare it to His Word. Yeah. And it came first. It came first. And everything else has been added, yeah. So you get home from your mission, mm -hmm. and uh, then what happens? Well, got home from my mission, and I did have a girl that I left behind, but got dear John. Oh, did you? And <laughs> that's okay. It was, it was fine. Got home, was excited, went to Weber State, wanted to pursue a degree in technical sales, and then eventually um, go into sports medicine. Mm. Neither one of those happened, <laughs> but because I met my wife and got yeah. married within about a year after attending Weber State. I got mm -hmm. a job in the mortgage side of things, which I'm still in today, oh, and um, 
never looked back yeah. as far as that goes. So you were married for many years and yeah, I still was, active in the church. Yeah. And you mentioned you were elders quorum president yeah. and yeah, I, gospel doctrine teacher, I think, and mm -hmm. did some other things. So mm -hmm. what? Uh, I was always active in the church, and I was one of those type that told my kids we always need to be there on time, you know, five minutes. I don't want to walk in late. I always felt like there were so many performance things, demands that I needed to, to do otherwise why would God love me? Why would God favor me as a child if, if I'm not really trying my best to do everything? And so, yeah, I was, and I thought that was okay, although there were those days that you're going out to do those things that you, you realize that they're just exhausting. And yeah. maybe I wasn't doing them for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, it was more of, you know, something like, how am I going to look if I don't do this or if I don't do that? And I started questioning. I wish the LDS would think about that little item just a little bit more, yeah. about why they're doing what they do, yeah. trying to earn points and all. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so what happens in the transition process? I know you had the, you've obviously made a transition, <laughs> yeah. so what happened? The transition came at a time that I would have never, you know, it's, there's several scriptures that says that God goes before us. And he really did in my life. You see his hand and things. He, uh, you know, I was married for 17 years. And, uh, in the temple. In the temple. And, you know, always active, never not been active. And God spoke to me several times, you know, a few years before I walked away from the church. And it, I realized the reason why I didn't leave sooner was because of what I had to leave in order to follow the biblical Christ. And I didn't know that I wanted to do that. And so, you know, you have those, those things where you're, you're up and down all the time. Um, and that's because I was focused on my performance. I was focused on the things that, you know, maybe you're not good enough. Maybe you didn't do enough and, you know, and this and that. And um, I just finally, you know, came to that you know, conclusion, it was God that brought it to me that um, really it's not about what you're doing or what you've done, it's what He did for you. And it takes, I mean, it's like this weight of the world that just completely is taken off. And, and He did says... Did you feel that? I did. Uh, it, I did too. It, it was from your head to your toe, yeah. and it's like you know it here and you know it here. Yeah. You, you get it in both places. And I can, you know, I can honestly say with the sacrifice, um, my family, there's general authorities in my family, there's, um, you know, uh, high-ranking people that in my family as far as going to family reunions and different things. And, I, you know, there was a lot of um, way of living that you walk away from. You, you have to because as a follower of, of the biblical Christ, you're called to sacrifice. And if I'm not willing to sacrifice what God Himself gave me, then could I really be called a follower of His? And so, you know, once I left, I looked to God. I remember distinctly one night I got on my knees um, and I said, God, really? You, you led me out into the wilderness. I, I lost a 17-year marriage, you know, walked away from a family that's very strong LDS, and now, well, now what? No. And I almost feel like it was the time when Jesus petitioned the apostles to come out on to the sea, and they were being led into the storm, and they're saying, Lord, what? why are you taking us out here? Yeah. And it wasn't until they got back at shore that they realized that 
God uses no one until they're test, you know, until they're tried in that storm. Yeah. And I realized I can't choose my storms that God leads me into, but I can choose what I do in the storm. And that's beautiful. You said. know, and yeah. it's interesting because my family and my lifestyle was everything to me. It was your, everything. Your eternal marriage and everything. Right? Yeah, and um, what I left behind and where I'm at today. I would not go back. I would not go back to that way of thinking because of the personal, unbelievable um, walk that I have now with my Savior. Oh, that's beautiful. Are you surprised that your family, your wife, and, and others didn't say, Elaine, gosh, you've been such a good active member all these years. What did you learn? Did that ever? You know, from a pride aspect, yes. I'd be like, really? I mean, I'm a good guy. I, you know, I've done so many good things and, you know, yada, yada, that type yeah. of thing. And here's what I found out. Yeah, and here's what I found out. And, you know, what I realized is um, it, it's not on God's timing. And God's timing is always perfect. And I love that because I don't have to worry about what I think Isn't or what I nice? feel. Yeah. That the, the sun rises and sets on God's time, not on my time. And I need to trust that. And so... Absolutely, you know, do you wish that people would get it sooner? Because it is a different, it is a different uh, way of thinking. It just clearly is a different way of thinking in almost every aspect. And I wished that my family, and I'm sure that they will be watching, and I have many, because um, I intend to send an email out. I know a lot of my cousins and aunts and uncles have never really heard my story. And I don't want them to be afraid. The gospel is good news. And it's, it's affected me in a way that has changed me forever. When you mention this burden being lifted off your shoulders, that's, that's keeping the law. <coughs> Excuse yeah. me, keeping the law, yeah. right? Did you ever understand grace as a, a Latter-day Saint? You know, my understanding... We use the word. My, my understanding was similar to the old law. Do good, get good. Do bad, get bad. And there was consequences for that way of thinking and living. And yet, when you come to understand God's grace, I, I think if I could categorize my knowledge from A to Z, I'm still on A. I mean, yeah, grace me, is me big. Too. It's so big and so powerful. And, and that's why I love about God is because you just can never, never know enough. And when I focus on the law, then I focus on the sin of my life, and I think it stops people from having that amazing relationship that they could or should have with the Savior. Because you, you have, you know, as Paul says, the devil is the accuser of the brethren, and I think the devil is constantly there pointing his finger saying, see God, yeah, see, look at yeah. what these guys are doing, and yeah. the Lord says, wait a minute, I paid the price. Yeah. I am the sacrifice. And ultimately, Jesus came to be the sacrifice in place of me. I should have died on that cross, he, but he, he did for me. What we couldn't do for what ourselves. What we couldn't do for ourselves. Yeah. And everything looked forward to Jesus' sacrifice, the shed blood in the yeah. temples and, yeah. and then his on the cross. Uh, you know, there is something that I do want to say. Um, as a Latter-day Saint, I really, truly believe that I was following the Jesus of the Bible. I was always taught as a child. There was never really any question. There was about really that, never was any there? question. No. There, there wasn't. Um, but you know, I would challenge the viewers and and my family to look at the biblical Christ. There is a difference. 
there is a very big difference. If you call Jesus your brother, if you say that Lucifer and Jesus are brothers, you have to know that, that the Word teaches a very different gospel. And those two are very different gospels in itself. And Paul said that there would be many that would come claiming to be Jesus. And we need to realize that every religion out there, Jehovah Witness, Islam, Catholicism, Mormons, they all have a person named Jesus. But the question that I ask is, is it the biblical Jesus that you follow, or is it, is it a different Jesus? You know, John points out there's the true light, and I love how he constantly says the true light. Why does he put so emphasis on a true light? Well, there must be a counterfeit light. There must be a darkness. There There must be a darkness. And, you know, I think it's important to absolutely look at the fruits of the Spirit, but the fruits of the Spirit are evidences of how you live your life. I think people misunderstand what the fruits of the Spirit are. And it's the way you live your life is is how God produces the fruits in your life. Wow. You're you're so well-spoken. I appreciate what you're sharing t- with everybody. When you went to a Christian church for the first time, did you notice a difference? You, you know, <laughs> tell us about that. You know what the crazy thing is? Uh, it's it's kind of funny because my, my family they're all musically inclined, and you know I grew up. I played the piano a little bit, but um, I played the accordion. Actually, have for 25 years. I don't play it nearly as much as I could or should, but. Yeah. But anyways, the reason why I say that is I, I would always get on my dad's organ, and I would always mimic being a pastor. And I didn't know why I was doing that. But As a young person? Just, you, you know, mean? growing up, you really? know, because you would see pastors, and I probably made a little bit of fun at, oh, you, know, sure. you know, how they might be and, you know, and different things. You mean a Southern Baptist Just kind of a Southern of a, Baptist yeah. type thing. But, Sorry. but really, it was inside of me, I was growing in this you know, excitement for the Lord, but I didn't know how to share it because when I go to my families or friends and I have such a love for Christ, I want to talk about Christ, it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, so what'd you do last week? Yeah. Or, you know, how's your car? Or yeah. what movie did you go to? And I'm like, no, that used to be my old me. I, I just, I love Christ so much, I want to just share, share. Christ. Yeah. And even if we have different ways of thinking. I mean, could you really spend any more time or what's more important than anything better better than Christ? Yeah. And so, yeah. Wow. Just, uh, it's amazing. And there's so much to ask you. Uh, Would you do anything differently with your family? Do you think it would have made a difference (laughs) if you'd have approached family differently? You know, if my mom's watching, I just She said something to me a few months ago. And I've always been best friends with my mom. But she came up to me and she was crying and she said, Lane, what what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? And and I have tears in my eyes because of my respect and love for my mom, but I said, Mom, you didn't do anything wrong. You're an amazing mom, you still are. And I said, The reason why I am who I am today definitely is because of, you know, how you brought me up and and, and different things. But God always had my back, Mom, and He has yours too. And I said, the reason why I am who I am today is because of Him. And I know that you would want any son or any daughter to not think anything different. At the end of the day, 
you know, he gave the greatest sacrifice, and it was why I am who I am today is because of that. Wow. Um, you know, I, I didn't ever have to face my mom or dad. <laughs> uh, I did have to face my wife and some kids. Yeah. And, and, and yet we're, we love Jesus more now than yeah. we've ever loved him before, right? Yeah. We understand him differently. We love the Bible we differently do. now. We do. I think the difference to me is just I, I have a relationship personally with Jesus Christ. Before, if I'm honest, and I would challenge anybody that's watching in sincerity to ask yourself, do you have a relationship with a religion, you know, uh, slash bishop, state president, you know, leaders, general, authority, general yeah, authorities, yeah. Um, or do you really have a relationship deeply rooted in Jesus Christ alone? And, you know, even though, you know, growing up you have, you know, many people that associate Jesus with their prophet and, and leaders and different things like that, to me, it's a distraction off Jesus. And I, and I said to my, my family, I said, you know, the temple and the prophets and, you know, high, high priest group leaders and everything, I said, I have a prophet and I have a high priest and I have a God and they're all the same. And, you know, he is my high priest. He is my prophet. He is the voice of, of the Eternal Father. And when you have an understanding that, you know, God is who he says he is, and you don't challenge his character and his nature, then you begin to understand, you know, at a process, and that transforms your life forever. The same yesterday, today, and forever. forever. Yep. And from everlasting to everlasting. To everlasting. Love that in Psalms ninety. Yeah, yeah. Love and that. change the uncorruptible God into a corruptible image of a corruptible man. Yeah, absolutely. And you know the relief when we were talking about the burden, yeah. is I just realized. I mean, you know, I, is Isaiah sixty four where Isaiah says that our works are as filthy rags. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a relief to me because um, I'm not working for salvation as a born again Christian you know, I'm working because of salvation. and Because you love God. Because I love God, and, and I'm doing zealous works, as Paul teaches, and I'm doing them out of love, not yeah. obligation. And I think that there's a difference, and I think if people really look at their heart and they really look at their belief, they may change their way of thinking. So, Lane, it's been such a pleasure to have you here. You're so well-spoken, and I Thank hope it's has touched some hearts. I'm sure it has. We have such a wonderful message that we want to bring you to the biblical Jesus and to uh, to have you understand who he is. And uh, so I appreciate so much you sharing. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Good night. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Music